You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Tom and Ricky, we're your hosts. Today we have an interesting show for you. A couple of things to go over. Of course, we'll touch on the NFL. Hockey picks. We've got three more today. Two, oh, and one for me uh, last night. So we got three more for today. Golf. Pebble Beach, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am is this week, so we'll get ready to discuss all of our best bets for that and kind of what we're doing these days to look at that, and SteadyPicks.com, it's completely free to sign up, so sign up today, best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie, and the SteadyPicks system plays, it's completely free, so it's a great resource to have, Uh, Ricky, good morning. Good morning, Tom. How we doing, my man? How we doing? Lovely. And my calendar tells me that uh, I'm supposed to say happy birthday today. So I figure I got to be the first one here bright and early in the morning to say happy birthday. So <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it, my man. So when it's your birthday, we follow anything you say on the show, any picks, any, any leans, anything you have, because that's the day you always go something to know. Right. <laughs> hey, I got the birthday pick. I got the birthday pick. <laughs> and what sport is that in? Because we'll get to that in a little bit here. It's going to be in college hoops, actually. College hoops. All right. I've fallen a bit out of college hoops. I know Donnie's holding us down. Um, one of the nice things about working and working with other people and, and the other people at Steady Fix is everybody's kind of good at something. So you often, and this is important, because as we talked about the other day, you can't be good at everything, and it's still true. It'll never change. You can't be good. You can't be great at everything. So Hmm. why not find some people that are a bit respected in certain things and rely on them if there's something that you really have to make a play on in college basketball, maybe it's in, I don't even know, college football, take advantage of the people around you that you trust and respect to guide you. If you feel like you really want to make some plays or they tell you there's a big edge on something or other. Love that. There's nothing wrong with that. No shame, no shame in that. Uh, like college basketball, often Donnie's the guy, Ricky, Ricky and Donnie, when they agree on something college basketball wise, we love it. Yeah. It's, it's been kind of nice Tom with, you know, having two weeks until the Super Bowl, 
I spend most of my time in the NFL, but this week, you know, rather you can only dive so much into the Super Bowl, you know, especially in the first couple of days as the line shift in a little bit, but it opens up a little time for me to dig into other sports, you know, during this little break here. And uh, I've been spending it in college hoops. That's a great point. And one that I wanted to make today, because every day we do the show, it's hard to not talk any football, NFL football, but you kind of have to mm-hmm. try to not do that because you're going to just beat a dead horse by the time two weeks is up. Even if you're not, you know, don't have a show and a podcast where you ta- have to talk about it, but even if you're just trying to dig through data every single day, you're going to just run yourself in a circle and circle over and over and over. And it's not going to be, you might as well just step away from it. If you didn't bet the opening line, fine. Step away from it and come back to it a few days before when all the props are posted, you can go through like the FOMO. You got to get rid of the FOMO. You're not missing out on anything by not looking at the Super Bowl picks every day for the next two weeks yeah well said well said we got plenty of time time to bet that game yes yes absolutely um okay where to start today uh oh a little housekeeping first ufc is back this weekend no fights last weekend ufc is back hermanson and strickland this weekend Ooh, that's a good one. If you're curious about who looks good, who doesn't, where are we at with these fights, you want a quick 37-minute breakdown of all the fights on the card. Mustache MMA is your guy. I do it. He's been doing this a few weeks. Every week, that's what I do. That's how I get my information on. I, I spend 37 minutes, and I learn everything I can that he provides about the card about the fight and that makes me so much better when I sit down and I look at betting lines or I have a conversation with you uh, Ricky so I really encourage it's a great 37 minutes just to get yourself caught up on all of the fighters fighting this week what are they good at what are they bad at their current form all that good stuff 37 minutes is fantastic so that's posted on the steady picks um, podcast feed uh Probably get it on Instagram this morning at some point and uh, over on Twitter as well. So thanks, Sean, for for doing that episode. Yep, we'll get that shared on uh, on all the social media bright and early so everybody can check it out. Awesome. Uh, okay, that was the only other housekeeping thing I had. Ricky, what do you say about two and two zero oh and one in, uh, in in hockey picks? Let's go, Tom. I, you know. It was bold, you know, uh, letting people know how hot you were prior to dropping the picks yesterday. So I played them. I played all three of them. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't have much to say about the games because I know jack shit about hockey. But you might have found a, a nice little niche market here. It's working out well for you. I think I did. And I don't know much about, you know, I, I know hockey. I can watch hockey. But I if you ask me to name, like, the five best players on every team, I've got no shot. Like, the goalies, I could probably get through, like, every team. Most teams, like, best goalies, maybe. But as far as the skaters, no way. But, again, everything is essentially comes down to more or less 
a numbers game. So do it that way you will. You don't have to be an expert at something to find a profitable edge. Again, I talk about it a lot. Finding a market like this to kind of try and take advantage of is really great. So I built a little something for this. Uh, we look a lot at the team's history on these first period totals this season, last 10, last five. That drives a lot of it. And then it's goalies, right? We're looking at the goalie matchup. And that's okay. a big one. And those get kind of weighted together with, with obviously the way that the other team scores. But that's kind of the basis of that. Just weighs it all together. All right. And, um, yeah, I was just looking through some of the scores and stuff. Has this been like a higher scoring season for hockey than usual? No, I think people think that hockey's not high scoring when I don't want to say it's, it's not a high scoring sport, but there, it's not like soccer where there's only it's one Oh, two Oh, two one. Like you can get some six fours, three fours, three fives, stuff like that. That's not uncommon. Hmm. Yeah, I got to uh, love watching hockey in person, but I'll have to I'll have to start tuning in a little bit more. So we had the under on the Red Wings and the Ducks. That was a no problem. Red Wings scored in the first period. That was it. And then the over in the Maple Leafs Devils game, uh, or in the first period rather, over one and a half. I think it was three two in the first period. That went flying over the total. Tonight, though, Ricky, while we're on hockey, I'll just give I'll give these plays out. Okay. While we're on hockey. Um, okay. First one. Penguins, Capitals, 7 p.m. tonight, under one and a half in the first period. That's probably the one with the biggest edge tonight. It's going to be a close game. Teams are both... Pretty darn good. It's going to be a really, really uh, tight defensive game. That's probably the best one. Under one and a half. Capitals, Penguins. Second one, Devils again. Maple Leafs again over one and a half. Seven o'clock tonight. Over one and a half in the first period. Third play, 830. Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars over one and a half in the first period. This again should be a pretty tight game, but these teams don't play a lick of defense. So off to the races they go. Over one and a half first period. Would you say, Tom, that this market is similar at all to the the old nerfy in baseball? No run first inning. Yes. Or is it less less random, I guess, than that, though? No. Well, the no-run first inning uh, has become – I mean, people have quantified that. It's kind of, the, it's kind of the, the trend now, so the edge there has kind of gone away. But that was the – you know, people were quantifying no-run first inning very, very well. Mm-hmm. What translates best to that in hockey and something I tried to find more data on, but I – could not for the life of me is 
goal in the first 10 minutes? Yes, no. Goal in mm, the first 10 okay. minutes. And periods are 20 minutes long. It's the first half of the first period. There's two problems gotcha. with that, though, which is why I didn't end up, like, pursuing that all the way, is the data was... I could not find team teams' records or any stats about the average of when they scored the first goal or anything. I couldn't find anything on it. So if you have some kind of data for that, please send it, like, let's let's talk. Let's do something. Because I couldn't find it. And then the second piece to that is that line doesn't get posted until like pretty late in the day. Like I've bet it a few times in the last week since I've had this, like maybe twice I've done it. Uh, one, both of them, by the way. But uh, it's just hard to find the line that you, it's hard to find that market. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, well, Keep keep firing, my man. Let's see let's see how long this run can can go for you. Yep. So there are the three picks for tonight. Best of luck if you if you go ahead and follow that. Beautiful. Ricky, uh, what's next? I'm trying to. I guess we'll touch on the NFL here. It's just um, you know one or two things to touch on just to get an update on what's going on. I think the biggest is the line move that we've seen since yesterday morning when we talked and we did the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of moved back to four, four and a half at a lot of places. Yesterday, midday, late day, it was four across the board everywhere. Now you're even seeing some four and a halfs, Ben MGM and DraftKings leading the way with four and a half. So we've opened four. We've gone to four and a half. We've been as low as three and a half. Does this change your opinion on this stuff at all? Uh, no, not for me. You know, I, I my my thoughts are that this thing is going to be like four. Like we're gonna we're gonna just hover around four. Uh, maybe the hook will be on and off, on and off throughout the, the next couple of weeks, but I kind of feel like we're starting to uh, to see this line shape out a bit, even this early in the week, Tom. Um, nothing really, though, changes. I mean, we we had the four and a half available yesterday. If you like the Ram side, you, you missed it. There was a three and a half available. Which I got. After the game. Yep, Tom got ahead of that. So, I mean, the the only way you really beat the early market is if you grabbed a three and a half, truthfully, I think these four and a halves are still valuable. I really do. Um, but they're at one ten now on BetMGM and DraftKings, the four and a half. So no juice doesn't no signal either which way, but yeah, I don't know, Tom, I don't know. Nothing, nothing here. That's going to make me place a bet right now. I'll tell you that. I was listening to Chrissy Andrews who runs the sports book at the South Point in Vegas. Okay. He was talking about just the early action on this game, and he opened uh, four. He went to four and a half shortly after, and he said he took a max bet from one of the sharpest people he knows on the Bengals, four and a half. And then he immediately took it down to, 
to like, I think he went even to three and a half. Might have been four. I don't remember. But point of the story is that four and a half was a key number for one of the guys that bets through him quite a bit and somebody that has earned his respect who, you know, not mm-hmm. easy to have Chrissy Andrews respect. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Hey, I think that's really interesting, Tom. And, and you know, I, I said it yesterday. That's definitely where I do. I'm, I'm tempted to grab one of these two while they're at minus 110. I really do think that hook be point. I mean, it's tough because I definitively like the Rams in the game itself, Tom, to win it. But at a point, you know, you gotta you gotta see the value on the other side. I mean, this Cincinnati Bengals team, people forget just how good they are as a dog. I uh, I gotta pull up the exact numbers real quick, Tom. But like when you have the opportunity to bet this team as an underdog, history says fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. They're Six and one as a road underdog, Tom. This year, that doesn't mean much in the Super Bowl, but they're uh, on like a neutral or you know not at not on their home field. They're eight and two against the spread, eight and three as a dog this year, including the postseason. Um, so the numbers say bet Cincinnati when they're a dog, and it's as simple as that. And I think. You know, I get so torn and stuck in between because obviously the Rams minus three and a half was also attacked by sharp betters as that disappeared pretty darn quick yesterday, right? Or even Sunday night disappeared pretty fast. So you start, you know, there's always sharp people on both sides, but it seems that that three and a half was too good to pass up. The four and a half is too good to pass up. I think it's going to land four, but we'll move on. I just wanted to touch on the fact that it moved pretty aggressively. For like, normally, the Super Bowl number doesn't move for an entire week and a half. Like it opens, it moves, and then it sits there until Friday of the the Super Bowl weekend. Hmm. But I just thought this little extra move was interesting. Yeah, Tom, I'm. I got a feeling I'm going to end up taking the points with the Bengals in this game. Um, but yeah, we can we move on. By the end of the show, I actually might throw in the, one of these four and a halfs, just oh, just boy. like to add in, you know, just get that first that first bet off. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see. So NFL. Of course, everybody's favorite, but can't beat a dead horse with this stuff. Um, over on the PGA Tour, tomorrow we'll have our golf show, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, taking place. Will's out tours back in the field after that heartbreak last weekend. Uh, joined by Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantlay at the top. Cantlay, six and a half to one to, to win. He's your outright favorite Um at six and a half to one, I don't know how you could ever lay that, but we'll get into all that tomorrow. Um, Ricky, I got to show you briefly the project I was working on for a while, uh, which is, you know, the golf model 
for this to pick to help guide us with the outright winners. And Tom, pause there for a second because I want to I want to say to the golf people out there. I know we have a a core of golf listeners because they message in whenever we talk about golf, and to that that core in particular. Send Tom a message on social media and ask him for this spreadsheet. It's unbelievable, guys. You wouldn't believe this kid put 30 hours into it over the last three days. Um, I don't want to like give, give away the sauce here, Tom, but I know you'd be willing to, uh, you know, whoever wants to take a look, reach out to him. It's, it's a great resource. We even back ran some stuff yesterday uh, to see how, you know, it, it would have fared in the Torrey Pines tournament last weekend. It had the guy who won in the top eight, um, mm. you know, Zal Torres was up there too. So it's, it's a really good resource, if nothing else. And how, you know, it's kind of in the right ballpark. And, you know, I back tested probably a couple tournaments from last year, a couple tournaments from, you know, like you said, Tory Pines. But you can often with some of these modeling things, like you have to be close, but not too like not exactly the same, but you gotta be able to find an edge. Does that make sense? So if I have Patrick Cantlay at fifteen, like he should be fifteen to one and he's really six to one, like my numbers are missing something because he should be close. To six to one, right? Or maybe a little worse because it's just inflated because it's Patrick Cantlay. But your numbers got to come out to be like relatively close. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's interesting as I look down the board at some of the numbers uh, and odds for guys and guys that you might wonder why they're in the top even fifteen of of the leader of the odds board. You know, those are some of the people that we have on there. So we'll talk about it tomorrow, but it's a promising sign to see somebody like, and I'll give one here, Lanto Griffin, 33 to 1. It's positive to see somebody like that at, you know, the top 10 of this board and also doing well in my model because if you go to any other tournament, When's the last time we talked about Lanto Griffin? But here he is. For some reason, the odds like him, right? I like him too. Now you just have to compare. Is 33 to 1 a better value, like good or bad value? As opposed to what I have. And that's what we're figuring out. Okay, okay. Um, But it's really fun. And yeah, as you said, anybody who messaged me, I had somebody that I showed some stuff too. I'll send you a picture of the, or a screenshot of, of this week's like projections, what it likes. I can walk you through it as well. If you, if you're genuinely interested in learning something about it, um, or if you just want the projections, that's fine too. You won't hurt my feelings, (laughs) but no, I, you know, I think one of the things in this industry, especially is people get very, um, close minded. Like, oh, I don't want anyone to steal my secret sauce, right? But the reality is I'm not the only one who's ever put something like I have together. I'm not reinventing the wheel. Tom, that's my biggest pet peeve in the entire industry. Mm -hmm. And the only guy on the planet who I 
genuinely understand their reasoning behind not sharing their info is your boy Jack Andrews because I understand that he plays niche markets and by sharing that he introduces more people to the market so that makes sense but when people withhold information Tom like stop it it's already out there you know like you don't have some golden egg it's it's crazy Tom it's crazy and it it drives me nuts in the industry yep yep and it's you know I go I'm slightly less like on that side. Like I am definitely on the side of like, just share what you have. Like you're not re- but there is probably a top 1% of people who have really thought of something that you'll never think of and have been able to quantify it and have found an edge on it. Jack Andrews is one of those Rufus, his partner is one of those as well. To be honest with you, they're the only two that I've ever and I'm, there's others out there that aren't as in the public eye that don't want to be, but those are the two that you think of where it's like, yeah, you know, Rufus bets a lot of golf. He has a substantial edge when it comes to doing matchups. Like, is he going to tell everybody what it is? No. But that doesn't mean you can't talk about it a little bit. Absolutely. And this brings up a really interesting topic that we can even save for another day, but I definitely want to talk about one time. And that's just like, as this sports betting market evolves and grows, we're starting to see like, kind of like two sides of the content, especially within this industry. Mm -hmm. Side A, let's say is the side of like, you know, education, mathematics, and we'll say logic, you know, trying to become a better sports better mm-hmm. and win. And then there's another side that's more like entertainment based. And I'm sure you've seen this on platforms like TikTok and stuff, Tom, where, you know, there's tons of different sports betting personalities. These guys are are fun to watch, but like, unless you like losing money, you know, it's not really like the ideal source, the ideal resource. So I always, I just want to firmly say that for you and I, I know we always want to be on the side of education, winning, you know, or at least putting our best foot forward. So it's just, it's so interesting to me though, that that divide is kind of how, um, throughout the industry, sorry to go into left field. No, no, that was the perfect conversation. That's where I wanted to go is this, the industry right now is so, is scary. Like it genuinely scares me because there's people who are making good content that are good sports bettors, even pro sports bettors, but very, very sharp, intelligent betting people. I put us in that category. I think we we're very real on this show. We we talk about the things as they are. There's no BS. It's direct. It's this is what it is. Let's talk about some numbers. Am I always going to be right? No. Is my model going to be right? No. Does my approach even not always right? The way that I look at something? No. It's not always right. But there's a genuine passion and thought behind it, an intelligent thought behind it, that kind of helps drive that forward. When you look at the TikToks of the world and and some of these podcasts, I think of a few. I you know We won't name them, but I think of a few. And 
it's just for the entertainment value. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think what bothers me is people take that as like, oh, that's what we're going to put our money on, right? Is following this guy on TikTok who's, or even, you know, Vegas Dave was the first of his kind, kind of doing that TikTok-like little skits, whatever. But people like that, it's like, why are you going to follow that? It's it's really, you know, frustrating to me, and I'm sure to you, Ricky, as somebody who makes, you know, wakes up every day and does everything I can for this show to make it better and better and better every day. Talking about yeah. real sports betting things that people want to know and should know. And then there's that side of the business where, you know, all that goes out the window. Yeah, Tom. And I'll tell you the days that I, I run the Instagram, you know, like the amount of times we get asked, why aren't you guys on TikTok? Why aren't you? And guys, we just don't even want to play in that pool. I can't even, you know, it's like, yep. I don't know. I don't know, but we'll, we'll save it for another day, Tom. But yeah, just, just know that the two of us and this show, we're always going to be on the side of having an angle education and trying to win. Not while well, we'd like to entertain you too, you know, that's the goal, but it's a, it's about winning and becoming a better sports better here. It's not about entertaining you guys. It's about learning. So just know that I think it's important. And the last thing I'll say about it is I think both pe people on both sides of the fence often think that they know everything. If there's one thing I know, it's that I know nothing, right? Like the one side that thinks they're so sharp that they can't possibly, they, they know everything, right? That's a dangerous way to go because what is sports betting if we're not learning something every day, learning something new? And then there's the other side where these tick, they like, you know, whether they think so or not, I'm not sure. But, you know, that confidence and that, um, you know, guarantee winner, this and that, like all that stuff. Tom, everybody yeah. on fucking TikTok is a handicapper. Literally, yeah. like half the app became handicappers <laughs> because like a couple guys did it and got a little buzz. It's the TikTok, the TikTok platform for sports betting, in my opinion, Tom, is just, you know what? I'm not even gonna be a hater and go there, but yeah. it's a fucking joke. Yep. Just gonna say. And the people, the ones I like, there's a section of that that you know has a model, right? And they show the model. This is what the model likes. Blah blah. blah. Like I've seen a lot of those, and I hope I don't come across that way because I really try not to <laughs> with the model thing. The model but guy. It, you know, it is just like, oh, it's another model. Like you know, because it's not that hard. People think it's harder than it is. It's not that hard. I knew nothing about spreadsheets three years ago, four years ago when I started messing around with the with modeling sports. I knew nothing about it. Nothing. And you just learn. So like and I haven't, you know, I'm not a I'm not a genius here, but you just learn. Like anything else. You practice, you you read up on it and you learn. But like people and Tom. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I just gotta clear something up because as I just bashed TikTok, I realized that I've actually been talking to some of the people on TikTok um <laughs> about joining the show and stuff like that. But I want those people to know if you're listening, if I reached out to you, I'm not referring to you in this group <laughs> that I'm talking about. If I reached out to you, it means I think whatever you're doing is awesome. 
awesome. And I want us to promote it and be a part of it. So (laughs) anybody who heard that and took it the wrong way, know that I'm talking about a very selective group that I, I would have never reached out to any of them, Tom, um, they fell in that. So just want to clear that up. No, appreciate that. Appreciate that. That, uh, yeah, that's worth saying. Um, yeah, not trying to make enemies out here, but anyway, the, the, the way, like, it's not that hard to have a model. The model doesn't tell you everything. And I think it just has like this weird, you know, stank to it. The, the word mod, like a sports betting model. It's like, Ooh, he's got a model. You know, it's not like that. And same with system, Tom. Yeah. When they hear steady pick system, you know, it's like, I don't know. I know what you're saying though. Right. It's not like, it's just, again, it guides you toward everything that you can have at your disposal. And honestly, more than anything, my favorite part about building these spreadsheets, truthfully, because there's a lot of um, things you have to run to have a true model. Like it has to have a regression of some sort. Like you can't just take the average of numbers because you're not accounting for good nights and bad nights and in between nights. And there's a curve to that, that you have to try and project on the line where it's going to be more than anything though. My favorite part about using spreadsheets to help do this. And this is where I think a lot of people can learn something is it's a good place to gather all of the important data and information that you want for that specific sport. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to gather all the data and put it on there and have it in a row. And then you can change the teams out or you can change the players out and you can see how they compare. And that'll automatically help you. Like if you're looking at NBA, for instance, you'll take half the games off the board because you know they stink based on just being able to have the stats and the numbers and some of the expected values laid out in front of you, black and white, all in one spot. Mm-hmm. Like baseball. Love it. That's a big part of my big, ba- cause baseball could be complicated, right? To model, to truly model. And I don't, I can't do that. Right. Simplifying Tom, it helps simplify. But when you can take the pitchers and all their expected values and all their stats, the important ones and the the predictive ones I'll say and have them all laid out in one spot and then, Oh, maybe run a few little simulation type things on the end of that. That could be very powerful. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I could talk about this stuff for hours on end. I could sit here and talk to you about it till I'm blue in the face. So we should move on off of that. Uh, but anyway, moral of the story is if you're interested in seeing kind of what I've put together, what it likes this weekend, reach out to me at Tom Long 36 on Twitter at get steady picks on Twitter as well. I, I go on and off of that account as well and uh, would be happy to show you what, what we're looking at here. Beautiful. Ricky, there was something else I wanted to talk about today, and I don't remember what it was. Was it college-related? Oh, no, but I hear you have a play for college basketball. Let's get that going. 
before the end of the All show right, here. Guys. We are rushing up on the time. You got a few minutes to kind of go through it, but just be aware. All right. So the birthday pick is going to be Iowa State, Tom, at home taking on the Kansas Jayhawks. Now, this isn't going to be a sexy pick here, Fade in Kansas, who's a very good team. But here's what you got to know. Here's what you got to know. This Iowa State team is extremely scrappy, especially when they're a dog. Tom, I love teams that rise to the occasion when they're a dog. This Iowa State team is 9-2 and two against the spread as an underdog this season, winning most of those outright when they've been a dog. As a home underdog, they're 4-0 this season. Um, they're, they're a great, not, I won't say great, but they're a good home team in general too. So for me, I see a, I see a live dog opportunity here. The line is four and a half from what I'm looking at. Uh, I could pull up a odds tracker and do a little shopping here, uh, after the show. But what I was going to do, Tom was do like a half unit on the spread and do like a, a half unit on the money line, just as a little birthday bonus. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to play this. Iowa State's the pick. I'll have, I'll have the play up right after the show with, uh, once I do a little shopping. I do like that very much. Four and a half is consensus for what I see. I don't think, I don't see anything better or worse, but. Do you um, see the money line number? Yeah. Money line number you're looking at. 165 is the best one around at MGM Bet rivers all have 165. Um, yeah, that's the best DraftKings as low as 155. Okay. And some of you, uh, may remember Kansas just got absolutely smacked by Kentucky at home. So this team, they're looking a bit shaky right now. I, I think this is a, a good spot to want to play it safe, grab the, the four and a half points. And if you want to get a little crazy, take them to win the game. But uh, that'll be that'll be the pick for me, Tom. Very nice, very nice. Uh, thank you for sharing. That's I mean, if you're not playing that today, I just I locked it in. By the way, if you're not playing that on Ricky's birthday, I don't know what to tell you. Blame the birthday <laughs> gods if it loses, though. Okay, okay, it's not my fault. It's the birthday gods. And tennis for those who miss tennis. Right, I'm sure it's a lot of people. Why, where's the tennis picks? Uh, no tournament on the WTA side, on the women's side, uh, until next weekend or this upcoming weekend. It'll start. Um, however, we're close to finishing the men's numbering system. It's a little bit different. But we're pretty close to having the men's done, so we'll be able to jump in and get some more men's side plays although i don't think my edge will be as as big because well gets that another time but worth noting we'll have tennis plays don't you worry steady picks radio wake up and wager thank you so much for listening today if you enjoyed the show today let us know we can talk more stuff like this uh moving forward and final note, final note, if for any reason this quality was a little bit... No, it's perfect. Uh, buggy. It's perfect. Oh, beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful, Tom. That's what we want to hear. 
Don't even don't even say that. Stay I was going to apologize because <laughs> I do think it's on my end. So just know if it was or is, I'm getting it figured out and uh, it won't happen. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Thank you so much again. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good luck tonight.